welcome to I'll Watch That Movie with Tammy and Dan, movies from the 80s, 90s, and then we'll go from there. I'm Dan. And I'm Tammy. Are you in pain, Tammy? No, I just was, I was yawning. I was oh, that's not that one. My apologies. It, was, it just seemed really hard to get that out. I'm Tammy. <laughs> sounded great, though. Um, well, with us today, Tammy, special guest uh, from the Ram Jack podcast and uh, others, we have Brad. <laughs> Hey guys! Hey guys! What's up? Welcome. Good to be back. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, it's great to have you back. Brad and gets to cover all the awesome movies. <laughs> yeah, we we we, we hand pick and hand select Brad for certain films, and uh, the one that Brad is bringing from his tiny little mini vault, uh, his traveling vault, his traveling vault. <laughs> so we're gonna open that bad boy up, and we have Miami. Connection. Released 1987. There's no actual real date for it. <laughs> it's just 87. And really it was 88, but everything says 87 on it. It's written by Joseph Diamond, directed by Richard Park, and YK Kim. You say released in 87. I think you mean released in 2012. <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, well, I, I'm going to stick to my spiel and then we'll talk about it a little bit. So it's, uh, a uh, a martial arts rock band goes up against a band of motorcycle ninjas who have tightened their grip on Florida's narcotics trade. Uh, so yeah, like Brad mentioned, it was actually it was re-released, I guess you can say, in uh, 2012. Um, what happened was this is a, a film that was made um, actually in Orlando and Miami um, in you know the mid 80s uh, by YK Kim, who's like a big martial art instructor here in the Central Florida area, and he was um, on some sort of Korean talk show, and this guy, Richard Park, who directed the the movie, and he was also uh, Uncle Song in the movie as well, the uh, restaurant owner, um, he saw Y.K. Kim on this Korea talk show, and he's like, you need to make a movie, and I'm going to help you with it, <laughs> and they, they made Miami Connection, and it was all... It was very, it was so independent that they didn't have any sort of distributors lined up, nothing, nothing. They didn't even have real actors. And they made this film. No. Yeah, <laughs> believe it or not, Tammy. <laughs> not professional actors. The bikers weren't actors? <laughs> I know. It's amazing. <laughs> it's Hollywood bikers. It's so obvious. But, uh, yeah, so, anyways, um, it did awful in the, in the movie theaters. It was only released in the Central Florida area for two weeks, and that was it. And it was panned, obviously, and it was called um, The Worst Film of 1998, <laughs> or 1988, excuse me. Um, and it went to die, pretty much. Waikiki um, Kim, he went to all these different distributors. He said he went to every single one out there, which is kind of hard to believe. And everybody said no. <laughs> and so it died. It just died. And, um, you know, thankfully to the Internet, uh, things happen. Apparently, um, one of the uh, reels of, of the movie, it was on eBay. And so uh, Zach Carlson from Draft House Films, who they also distribute um, BFP yeah. that we reviewed uh, with Brad. And so Zach Carlson, he got he got Miami connection for fifty bucks, <laughs> you know, the, the reel to reel or whatever, and um, and saw it 
loved it, and contacted YK Kim and was like, we want to re-release this. And he was like, no. <laughs> he just, like, hung off on him. He thought it was a joke, you know, because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> 20 years later, you know, plus, you know, someone is trying to, like, oh, make this thing that was him. just, like, it was a failure to him, you know? And, uh, yeah, he YK Kim finally uh, signed on, and now we have... Miami Connection, re-released, and uh, in all its amazingness and glory. <laughs> yeah, Dan and I got to actually see it at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a, a local um, film, a uh, little uh, like art house yeah. yeah, in Orlando, and they did a screening there, and YK Kim was there, and a couple uh, other people were there, and it was, it was quite amazing. And we were actually able to uh, send you, Brad, a, uh, a poster that YK Kim signed for you. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. <laughs> it's personalized and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> framed and guarded. Um, <laughs> so, um, well, let's get into the movie. We, we heard a lot of backstory. Uh, <laughs> let's just get into this thing. Um, so we open up on a, uh, a Bayfront-type scene. And, uh, somewhere in Miami. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Miami. <laughs> now, were you thinking that this could be uh, a Baywatch Nights type thing, Brad? Because it was day <laughs> and then it went to night? <laughs> well, I mean, well, the, the fact that it was night clues you in that it's not Baywatch Nights. Because <laughs> well, Baywatch Nights is really night? spooky beach afternoon. Well, well, it was like day at first, and then it was sort of like... That midday, <laughs> yeah, like it was, you know, sunset-ish, and then it, it actually became nice, and then that's when we knew, okay, it can't be Baywatch night. If the Coke dealers were wearing gloves and it was afternoon, I would be very confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just so, like that they were wearing, like, these, like, white Cuban-style hats, and, like, they all looked like they were out of Miami Vice, so I was like, well, obviously, we must yeah. be Miami. <laughs> Yeah, and so all these shady characters are waiting around uh, for something to go down. We don't know what, but something's going to happen. They're waiting for the movie to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? And then, um, of course, ninjas show up on motorcycles. <laughs> and then they, like, roll through the jungle. Yeah, they like... start to do some rolling, you know. And then ninjas they crawl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's ridiculous. First, the ninjas on motorcycles, awesomely stealth. <laughs> I know, that is the worst idea ever. But they just thought it was a, the, a cool thing to do, and it was a good way for ninjas to get around, is what they like said. That, but I love there's like a, there's like a pincer maneuver. Like, we got the we got the ninjas coming in on the motorcycles to take them off guard. But then we have the awesome crawling ninjas that were actually kind of badass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, you know, I feel like the motorcycles were a lot quieter than later on when we get to see them practice and they sound like a herd of elephants running around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like these are not stealthy ninjas. <laughs> not at all. So uh, there's boxes of cocaine that are being sold apparently and uh, the ninjas attack. Yeah, And you know it's cocaine because the guy stabs it with a knife and tastes it. <laughs> yeah, it's just so like of what people think you taste a lot yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to make sure it's good stuff, Brad. You can't just have a little baby taste. You got to have a man taste and know what you're buying. You know, when you're you're buying a box load, you got to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how things go. Um, then there's a, a gun slash karate fight that ensues. Uh, <laughs> Someone gets stabbed in the head. Yeah. A lot of... <laughs> 
lot of fighting happens. Anyone have uh, highlights uh, in this? That's how we're going to be doing this, like, for these fight scenes. It's hard to, like, describe yeah. everything, so I'm just going to kind of ask you, hey, there was a fight scene. What do you think? Any highlights? <laughs> Which is everything. Everything is yes. on site, but, you know. I feel like they really they use their entire gun budget on this scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't see guns much after that. After that, it's all strange and makeshift weapons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some weird weapons we'll be discussing later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think the highlight was getting stabbed in the head. And it wasn't like a stab through the head. It was just a stab on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> and like, ah! yeah, yeah, and their screaming was fantastic. <laughs> and then the guy's arm gets cut off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God, it's just... It's awfully amazing. Um, and then uh, the biker ninjas, they uh, make their escape. <laughs> they steal the cocaine. Yeah, they steal the cocaine, and they make their escape back to their dojo slash hideout den, I guess. <laughs> now, I was, there's a lot of things that confuse me about this. <laughs> yes, Let, let's talk about this, Brad. But the one is, I was very unsure. Are we supposed, I at first, well, for the longest time, I was like, so... Are they in Miami? Is there a, a contingent of ninjas in Miami? And eventually we find out, yes. Yes, 100%. <laughs> they are the Miami ninjas. But they, they do, it makes it seem awesome oftentimes that, that possibly we're, we're going overseas and this is just like a, a group that's been sent over to take care of business. <laughs> yeah, you really don't, uh, yeah, things are very clear at the beginning. Yeah, and the, the thing is, okay, here in the first five minutes, we basically see these ninjas, which are typically, I thought, well, I guess they were dressed in black, so they, they must be the bad ninjas. <laughs> All ninjas are dressed pretty much in black because you have to. Like, yeah, because you have supposed to. be So I was like, okay, because sometimes I get, I'm like, okay, aren't ninjas supposed to be helpful? Like, they're fighting for good, but I guess not. These ones were bad ninjas. And then we really don't see them much anymore until the end. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, did that whole storyline just go away? <laughs> yeah. I, do they have no, like, smoke bombs or anything to help, you know? This yeah. situation, I feel like they, there were some ninja things that could have been done. <laughs> <laughs> they basically dress up as ninjas but act like regular people. <laughs> like, they dress as ninjas, make a lot of noise, ride motorcycles, apparently. Yeah. And uh, and don't even have ninja stars, I don't think. Did they have ninja stars? I thought, I thought one of stars? them did. Okay. At one or, point, they, they broke one yeah. out. But yeah, and I think not, it was like one. Like yeah, there should be a lot more ninja stars going on. I feel like um these like there's really just like the one main ninja guy, and he's just trained a lot of locals. <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the yokels and uh, hey guys, want to be ninjas? I mean, I ha I have a friend that's a ninja. <laughs> he uh, he was apparently trained by some guy that was trained by the Grandmaster Hatsumi or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then came to the U.S. and, like, trained people, and he's a scary guy, and he can do some crazy things. <laughs> but he's just a white dude from Tennessee. <laughs> and all great ninjas are. <laughs> but he's a ninja, and he's a badass. Oh, my no God. <laughs> so I'm thinking that's the sitch we've got going here <laughs> in Miami. I think you're right. Now, is your friend, is he a good ninja or a bad ninja? <laughs> are they all bad or all good? At one point... At one point, he told me if I ever ended up in a really serious situation, he would kill someone for me for $600. Okay. <laughs> and the, the thing is, I kind of believe him. 
Sounds like he came across a real sketch ninja here, Brad. <laughs> I don't know. But sounds like a bad character, too. You know, I mean, because really a ninja, you would think they would want to use their uh, ninja skills for good. But if they're, they're charging... Yeah, no, I think they're all just, like, for hire. Yeah, like, I think they're, like, they're all just ninjas yeah. for hire. Yeah, they just go where the money is. Wow. <laughs> you know, your story, Brad, and this movie has, like, opened up my eyes on ninjas. I thought that they were relatively good people, you know, I watched the three ninja movies with the little kids and the three ninjas, and they were all good with their Asian grandpa, and he was good. I think I think that may have messed you up. Um, I'll go to yeah. Wikipedia, the source for all things. <laughs> a ninja, our shinobi, was a covert agent of our mercenary in feudal Japan who specialized in or- unorthodox warfare, including espionage, sabotage, infiltration, and assassination, and open combat in certain situations. Are they like the Asian James Bond? Pretty much. <laughs> wow. Well, that's, that's opened up my eyes on... Uh, so, I, you know, you may have, you may have seen uh, a happy, friendly face put on the ninja. Yeah. <laughs> that is a false face. Yeah. And I get, you know, you see those little kids and three ninjas, and you're like, oh, they're little kids, they're cute, they fight. I guess they're bad. Man, this is, it really has opened up my world. Um... <laughs> So, uh, Yoshito, the, uh, white ninja, <laughs> he, uh, wants his money. Where's the money? No more mess-ups, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. He was pretty pissed off. Um, so at this point, um, does anyone have any predictions for the movie at all? Oh, I, I predicted something. Brad, did you have a prediction? <laughs> I, I, I just thought this was all going to be about the drug trade. The Miami connection, as it were. <laughs> and ninjas being in charge of some crazy drug ring. But that's all I had. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks to uh, being able to listen to White K. Kim himself speak before watching this movie. <laughs> in the theater, they had him give like a little speech. <laughs> yeah. Um. I did know that this movie was about loyal friendship. (laughs) (laughs) And is it? Yeah. And so, um, my prediction was, I think this group of friends works for the police department. They're part of the DEA. (laughs) And they heard about the ninjas in Miami. Because I also did know that they shot a lot of it in Orlando, so I assume they weren't from... Some of it was going to be in Orlando. Um, because they had martial arts skills, they decided to go help the city of Miami and find the ninjas and stop the crazy drug ring. Uh, they go undercover as a rock band and also attend martial arts competitions to find out who these ninjas are. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought we would see a lot more competing of martial arts. Now listen here, you damn ninjas. I mean, sorry. <laughs> listen here, you damn kids. Listen, your methods are... They're strange and unusual. I don't understand it, but damn it, you get results. Exactly. <laughs> I've been a police chief for 45 years. We've been trying to get these ninjas off the streets. <laughs> that was in my mind what was going to happen at some point. <laughs> You're uh, all right, kids. You're all right. Yeah, and I... I to drive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that was pretty much it. Um, I did not know, because, you know, we had watched the trailer beforehand. Uh-huh. And I did not know how um, Jim's character, like, how the whole storyline of him finding his father was going to blend into this movie. And after watching the movie, I still don't know how it actually blended into the movie. It's very obvious. (laughs) 
Dude or, is the best thing in the movie. I yes. love him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Tammy and Brad, for your predictions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, now we cut uh, just to the opening scene. Uh, we hit, you know see a lot of things going on. Um, any anyone have any uh, little highlights here? Anything that looked interesting or you're excited for maybe? Um, well, I like that you know we saw the head ninja guy come and talk to who we later find out is Jeff. Right? Yeah, he talks to <laughs> and, Jeff. Yeah, and talks about how he moves a lot of cocaine in Orlando. <laughs> you can move a lot of cocaine in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that wasn't his voice being used. <laughs> maybe There's so not. much weird ADR in this film. Oh, yeah. so many weird recording issues in general. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Um, Richard Park, the guy that um, directed this, he directs like a lot of Asian films and everything. And I've seen a lot of those kinds of movies, but rarely are there ones that um, have all these English-speaking people in it. Because a lot of things, when they, when, when they do this kind of stuff, a lot of it is improvised. Well, yeah, specifically in this film, obviously, as well, (laughs) obviously, but that's, like, their style of, even, like, Jackie Chan, like, he kind of has, like, a a guideline of, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this, but then there's just general banter that happens and whatever, and, uh, so, yeah, he, he, like, made this American movie, but with these ideas of something that doesn't happen in America cinema, unfortunately, (laughs) not enough. But, yeah, uh, and then we got to see Dragon Sound for the first time, the top, topless martial arts band. Yes, <laughs> at uh, Park Avenue, the nightclub, Dragon Sound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Dragon Sound, they perform uh, a song about friendship, <laughs> obviously. Um, any thoughts uh, on, uh, <laughs> on the song? Or? Well, a couple of thoughts. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, let me just say... Um, Friends for eternity, loyalty, honesty. <laughs> They're friends forever. They're uh, best friends for. Well, yeah, they don't say best friends, but they are their friends forever. Because, and they're gonna be on top because <laughs> they <laughs> win. Because they play to win. I mean, really, when it comes down to, it, I think that's what it's all about. Now, Brad, I, I know you're a, a fellow who enjoys uh, different cinema and TV shows, and. Did you make a connection with this friend song? Did it sound or have the same kind of idea of Saved by the Bell, Zack Attack, Friends Forever? Do you remember that at all, Brad? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> friends Forever will be Friends Forever with you everywhere. With you everywhere. Friends Forever <laughs> will be friends. Always will be friends. You know, I didn't even, didn't even, did not cross my mind. If you're down, I'll pick you up. I'll never let you fall. If you ever need someone, I'm waiting for your call. Friends forever. But let's be honest, like, Miami Connection, the soundtrack is a million times better. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Friends forever by the Zack Attack. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Slater's drum. Zack Attack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dragon Sound. Amazeballs. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like up there in my 80s Power Jam mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Braveheart's. It's amazing. So, um, 
We learn that uh, Jane and Jeff are related. They're brother and sister. And, and um, maybe more. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> definitely more. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely... Yeah. <laughs> A lot of things going on in that relationship. That's Very shit. confusing. The, their whole the family tree in general is confusing. Jeez, oh, yeah. Come on. <sighs> we'll get to that. Yeah, that yeah we'll sense. figure that one out, too. Um, and then... Because... <laughs> Um, there's a character that comes along later that I kept confusing with Jeff, which did not help because they had both had 80s beards. <laughs> oh, the guy that is in the other band, the that old band. <laughs> took over. Yes, I was very hard to keep those people separate <laughs> in my mind. Jeff um, uh, had a earring. <laughs> it was dangling, and that's how you could tell the difference. It helped. Jeff looks more like the um, look like the keyboard slash guitar player from Night Ranger. Yes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Could have been. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So, and I guess Jane shouldn't be there for some reason. <laughs> Jeff is like, she shouldn't be here. Yeah. How dare she be yeah. in a band? Yeah. <laughs> Kissing on stage, slut. Um, yeah, so then uh, there's... Uh, Lots of cheers at the end, uh, and then, and then Jeff and the other guy, uh, Yoshito, they toast or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just like, what the hell is going on? Yoshito in his scarves. Yeah, <laughs> I love when he's on the motorcycle and his arms, just like, and his hair all in the wind, and it's like. What the hell is going on? And he has all these, like, hardcore bikers behind him. The enigma of this film is who is the gayest character? <laughs> Who's the straightest? That's the question. Oh, God. So, um, now we're at um, UCF, yeah. Yeah. the University of Central Florida. Um, and now we have the scene... Um, in uh, computer class, uh, programming class, where <laughs> they got in fourth place. Yeah, they came in fourth place, which was also last. There was no like fifth place or six or seven, but they were really happy about it. And apparently, basic. We made a circle. Yay! <laughs> nice circle. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, that was um, that's like a real professor at UCF. That's he was really plugging. He was really plugging their fourth place. Yeah. yeah, and that was a real thing, and apparently oh a big God. deal. <laughs> um, the director, uh, Joe Diamond, he was in that class, and <laughs> basically, like, he filmed it, and like, this was like real things happening. He basically filmed a real class, essentially. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. <laughs> Wow, so a college professor goes around saying, nice circle? <laughs> well, again, no script. You're supposed to improvise. He is obviously not an actor. Nice circle happens. <laughs> so uh, then we see John uh, doing some goofy faces to Jane in class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, and, I, is it... I guess this is... And this is another game to play while watching Miami Connection. Oh. Who's supposed to be the most attractive person? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's got, like, the Michael Phelps grill going on, and it's just not... Yeah, there's a scene uh, later with, with... It's him and, um... 
uh, Y.K. Kim and the guy that's theoretically from Israel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, jo- Joseph Diamond, but he plays Jack. Yeah. Lots of A's in the film. <laughs> yeah. Um, and really, it's all close-ups, and the, it really is just, like, one terrifying face <laughs> the next. Oh, is that when they talked to how they were going to tour all yes. their different countries? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Something. No, <laughs> I mean, what else do you do in this situation, Brad? There's a lot going on. It's sensory overload. It's going to happen. Um, but this is the scene um, where... Oh, sorry. Second. Yeah. Um... Uh, or are we talking about the one where um, Jane is telling John about her uh, brother Jeff? Yes, Jane and John walking around, and there's so much exposition and story happening, but it's like the microphone is on all of the extras. And the audio is awful. <laughs> it's amazing. It's shockingly awful. <laughs> because the music's too loud, and I feel like they're trying to compensate for the bad audio recording with louder music. But it actually makes the dialogue even harder to hear. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> and she's wearing no pants. I was like, where did the pants go? Yeah. Because it looks like she's just wearing a shirt and, yeah. a, and a belt around her shirt. That's what you do. <laughs> and apparently it's, uh, you know, before Labor Day with all the white that she's wearing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so <laughs> we learn a... Well, yeah, she's got a nice... She goes to a nice school, lives in a nice dorm, but she hates a brother for no reason. Yeah. She doesn't know why. She yeah. She doesn't like him. I just... I don't know why, but I I hate that asshole. Like, what? <laughs> what happened? Did he touch you inappropriately? I mean, obviously he touched you inappropriately. Just let us know what happened. Tell somebody. He's like, can we talk about your family? Yeah, I guess. Tell me about your family. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> and they're they're orphans. I caught that. I was like, okay, so both their parents died. Because then later on, when we learn more about Jim, he's an orphan, and then we're Ricky all Kim orphans. Says we're all orphans, and I'm like, this movie is about orphans. Yeah, you oh, are all orphans. Yeah, and apparently, um, you know, again, this obviously this was a very improvised film, and they just really wanted to making sure that you had a lot of sympathy for this group, for Dragon Sound, <laughs> and so that's why they made everyone orphans. And even the writer, Joe Diamond, he was like, we might have went a little far with it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We all, so we learned that Jane, her, her father left and married a younger woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, her, her brother that she hates helped take care of her. Yes. The mother died, then the father died. <laughs> All important things to keep in mind. <laughs> and that's the entirety of her family. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. All right. And then... So, um... And I just thought it was weird because she talked... She said something about her brother being jealous. And I yeah. was like, that is such an odd choice of words yeah. to use about your brother and your current relationship. Yeah. Uh. So uh, <laughs> Jane uh, introduces John to Jeff. <laughs> um, any highlights uh, from this meeting at all? Uh, where did you find this son of a bitch? And then he punches him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where did you find this son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> There's also just 
the, the big guy that's just awkwardly holding a knife at a weird angle for no reason. Uh, yeah, there's... Yeah. there's... And then uh, Y kick him. You don't scare me at all, James. At all! At all! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has his arm up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so Mark comes up with uh, all the friends, all, the rest of Dragon Sound, and uh, they stop the, the fight. <laughs> it's all. Dragon sound. Yeah. Amazing. So, um, the next scene, uh, we see the old band, and they show up to Park Avenue, uh, the nightclub, to confront the (laughs) club owner. (laughs) Um, and he's not here. (laughs) This is glorious. Because it's really, it's like, alright, we're just gonna strike the camera, uh, you just come to the scene, and you guys, uh, figure something out, just start fighting. (laughs) Uh, whatever. Have a little fight. Have an argument. But yeah, I, and I just, I was like, wow, so the nightclub owner also knows martial arts? Well, yeah, you got to. In Orlando, everybody knows martial arts, damn. With those ninjas on the streets? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with those Miami ninjas coming in, you got to protect yourself. You got to know karate or taekwondo, more specifically. Yeah. Um, and actually, the the leader of the old band, uh, he's actually an attorney. He's like a, fe- a federal prosecutor. It's <laughs> just like, what the hell are you doing in life to be in this movie, dude? Like, what wrong turn happened? Where you like, I'm going to be in this movie. And the guy is so pissed off the whole time. He's just so one note. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. You get fired from a job. I, I don't know. I don't know about going and beating up your former boss. Yeah, and and later on, I mean, he makes he tells Jeff that if Jeff gets him his job back, <laughs> him everything he makes. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants the glory in the bay. Exactly. Right. I was like, so why does he really want this job? Back? I feel. I, again, it's you know, art reflects reality a lot of the times, and I feel like much in life, I feel like he's actually a lawyer. His character is actually a lawyer, also, but he likes to sing at night. He likes to be in movies at night. Dude, it's his passion. Yeah. Oh it's my. Not about the money. Obviously not. not. Yeah, and we'll join up with you. But obviously, like, you can't beat these guys. So what good are if, if you're going to join up with them? Like, what? If you can't even beat up the club owner, like, why would you think you can go after Dragon Sound? Yeah, awful. So. uh... Jeff is making a phone call uh, to Miami for Yoshito, but um, he's busy or something, and the guy's like, well, you guys need to meet right away. <laughs> something's happening. Something's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Do we find out exactly what's actually going on? Uh, problem with cocaine, I guess. You know, <laughs> Just trying to find out when the next shipment is to uh, ninja people. Well, and they gotta get rid of that band too. That's yeah. causing a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they can't <laughs> control the area down. until they get the band. Yeah, you got the damn band. <laughs> what, what is, is this band just going around, going around stopping ninjas or something? Like, we see nothing. Who knows? Yeah, uh, and that's, what, that's what we get the ninja practice uh, scene as well when they're like working out or practicing or yeah. doing something and they're like rolling around on the floor. Oh, and, yeah. And they look like they're literally at a playground. They're at a playground, and they're, like, (laughs) jumping off of, like, the slide and stuff. It'd be awesome if we saw them on, like, a jungle gym, like, crawling across. 
He's on the little horsey thing, just like swinging back and forth. I'm on a horsey! Yeah. I'm a ninja! Oh my god! I think what you guys don't realize is ninjas are much like Goombas in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, okay. they hear music, they guys they start dancing. So they gotta get rid of that band so they can control the area. That makes sense. Nice. Um, yeah, so... Forever, loyalty, honesty. Why can't I stop dancing? <laughs> That's my only weakness. So uh, Jeff and Yoshito uh, meet, and uh, Jeff isn't happy about Jane being in the band. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now we're back in Orlando, and Dragon Sound, they're eating at Uncle Song's. A Chinese-Italian restaurant? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the best Chinese-Italian restaurant in town. <laughs> and uh, Uncle Song just looks creepily as they, like, are eating. <laughs> yeah. like, like, dude, you can back off, but we'll let you know how the, <laughs> how the food is. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's really, really good, I promise. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, are you sure? He, like, pops up in between them. Are you sure? This is good? This is good? Uh, yeah. So, uh, now we're, uh, back at, uh, Park Avenue nightclub, uh, fighting against the ninja with Dragon's House. Oh, my Taekwon. God. Oh my god. So, uh, any, <laughs> any, uh, thoughts or highlights? Um, Jane's satin lace white outfit is the most 80s outfit I've ever seen in a movie, <laughs> ever. Like, it was amazing. Yeah, um, and I, just a little backstory. Um, Jane is actually a professional singer, and still a professional singer, maybe. I, also think she probably works at Burger King as well. <laughs> but um and Tom uh who Angelo, Angelo yeah. who plays Tom uh he's um the he, he, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he might and well be. Yeah. yeah. No, he um wrote the wrote the the songs with uh Jane or Kathy Collier and they um were actually dating at the time. And eventually got married. What? <laughs> yeah, I believe they're they're divorced now. But yeah, <laughs> and well, I'm sorry, Brad. Tom the mullet, the yes. Guys, yes, he was married, married to this woman. Yes, this woman that he was married. To. Yeah, he was married to that woman. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so there are scenes where John kisses Jane. Um, kissing. Yeah. Putting it mildly. Yeah. <laughs> when they have sex with their clothes on, basically. At the beach, yeah. At the beach. Um, those scenes, they would take Angelo out. Like, they would, uh, like, have him get him beer, or <laughs> they, they would make sure he wasn't there for those scenes. You know, because obviously... Again, believe it or not, these are not professional actors. He is not used to having someone else kiss his girlfriend and soon to be wife at that point, I guess. So, um, yeah. So just a little background on that. Um, yeah, I just thought it was crazy that she had just joined that band and she already got her own song and her own solo. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to. <laughs> I love that it's pretty much the same song with different lyrics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess um, Angelo, he had written a different song, and he said it was like a little bit more rock and roll and heavy, but they didn't like that. Uh, you know, Waika Kim wasn't about that. He wanted more of the, the new wavy, you know, popular sound at the time, you know? Well, I mean, he wanted his movie to be a hit, so... <laughs> well, yeah, and you gotta have... Uh, 
the hit songs, apparently, in your ninja movie. And uh, just uh, for Robin, uh, <laughs> this song is available as a karaoke version. <laughs> oh, God. I need to see video of Robin doing Against the Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> against the Ninja! Oh, God. I would love it. Uh, we're waiting, Robin. We're waiting. Um, so now, uh, Dragon Sound, uh, after rocking Park Avenue, they uh, leave the club in their sweet ride, which sometimes they can barely get into. <laughs> Jump over. Oh, God. Uh, then uh, the old band follows them and uh, surrounds them, and uh, there's a big old fight scene going on. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There's, like, a ridiculous amount of people, and it's, like, five dudes. Like, what? <laughs> and I just like that the leader is, like, wearing a beret, and I'm like, yeah, you look real tough in that beret. That's how you do it, Tammy. You gotta... I, I kept getting confused. Who are Jeff's people, and who are old band's people, and... I mean, at the end, they kind of all just meet up and, and help each other, so I guess... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then this is uh, downtown Orlando. This is Church Street Station, <laughs> and um, I've never seen it this empty ever. Yeah, yeah, it would never be like at that at time. all. Like there would, yeah, you, there's always there's like some sort of movement. Yeah, <laughs> something's going on. Somebody's there. It, it's it's the very like centralized part. Orlando's only so big, especially like the downtown area, and that's like. Yeah, the it's happening like, it's place. Like five streets, and so like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they obviously like cleared that thing out and had no thought of like filling it back up with people that aren't fighting. <laughs> Mark's yeah. friends in Dragon Sound. <laughs> now, when the the fight starts and the guy goes over and pours a beer on all of them, and they just kind of sit there for it. And it's a very long. And John actually leans into the, the beer. I don't know if you see. <laughs> he leans into it so you can get it. Apparently they had um, filmed that scene. It was obviously late, late at night, and they filmed it like 10 times, 15 times or something. And they're just like getting pour, beer like constantly poured on them. And so that's how you end up. Like he's just going right in for it. Like, all right, beer me. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, yeah, so... Um, a- any other thoughts on uh, highlights for this fight scene? <laughs> this is where the fight scenes where we first start getting the slow motion. Yeah, yeah, you get a little bit of slow, mo- slow motion action going on. Always a delight. Oh, 100%. Um, and you'll notice that um, Angelo, he never, or Tom, he never fights because, you know, he, he doesn't know how to fight. He's actually not a black belt. <laughs> and so they always uh, put him in situations where he got beat up. <laughs> so, like, 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 he starts to, like, swing on something and, like, gonna kick somebody and, like, messes up. And Maurice has to come in and, like, or, you know, Jim, uh, Jim has to come in and uh, and fight him. <laughs> you know, fight the other guy and they escape. <laughs> Tom is barely in the band. <laughs> they're, they're, like, by the end of the movie, I'm pretty sure they just cut him out of their life. <laughs> yeah, because he's not at the hospital with everybody else. <laughs> Yeah. Hey guys, where'd everybody go? <laughs> I guess I'll go down to the beach. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, so uh, Dragon Sound, after that uh, huge fight, they're uh, at their house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said we would find out they all live together. Yeah, they all live together, uh, um, 
in a very small house for that many dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a shower. Take a shower first, guys. Yeah. So, uh, that happened. Yeah, but before uh, Jim can take a shower, um, John is teasing him about uh, a letter that he got from Washington D.C. Can, can I point out when yeah. everyone comes into the room? Though Jim has said clearly, I'm about to take a shower, Tom comes out with a towel as though he's about to join him in the shower. <laughs> Anytime they're at the house, Tom is in the towel. <laughs> yeah. Tom does not have clothes. <laughs> uh, uh, other than... I, just, I feel like any scene we're not seeing inside the house, there's an orgy going on in the house. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happens with Dragon Sound. Like, they just yes. have orgies in there. And it's just them. <laughs> just the band. And definitely not Jane. She is not allowed <laughs> in that part of Dragonstown. <laughs> you can sing, fight against the ninja, but don't come in here when we're having our private time. Our special band yes, meeting. Yes, our special band time. <laughs> so um, we learn um, Jim is sad about his father <laughs> that he is trying to find. And Jim gets uh, quite emotional. <laughs> Any um, thoughts, nominations for Oscars, Nobel Prizes? Uh, I love Jim so much. <laughs> He's the best. And, and His dude, lips start quivering. <laughs> so good. And I have to tell you, um, when we were at this screening, Jim was there. You know, Maurice was there. And <laughs> it's like... I don't know if they, like, stuck around to, like, actually watch the movie. I don't know if they were in the theater at the time yeah, or not. Yeah, they were either. Yeah, they, they might have just kind of came in, introduced it, and then later signed autographs afterwards. But I don't know about you, Tammy, but I was like, when he's doing this, and it's just this emotional thing, obviously he's not an actor, but he's trying his best. And it was oh, yeah. just comfortable. Like, oh, my God, this dude's right here. And he's, like, pouring out his heart. But I, like, I was laughing. I couldn't. I mean, <laughs> and he's. I. My mother is Korean. And my dad is Black American. <laughs> oh, my mother's Korean. My dad. He was Black American. Yeah. You are not Korean at all, dude. You are Black American. Your dad lied to you. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, and God. then like that he. He never wanted to find his dad because his dad left him, so he's mad at his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Now he wants to find him. I don't know. Oh I knew someday. God. I knew someday I'd want to find him. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, um, yeah, after a um, sad night, uh, Dragon Sound, they head to the beach. Oh, <laughs> so sorry, sorry. Can we backtrack here? Please, I'm sorry. The most glorious part of this okay. is they find out that he's looking for his father. And YK comes out like, but, but I thought you were an orphan. Like all of us. We're all orphans. That's what we, I just love the idea that uh, if we could just see like, if we could see like a prequel <laughs> of how these five homosexual orphans, Taekwondo masters, got together. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as we're mentioning things like this, I also want to mention that YK Kim... I don't know how old he is or anything, but he looks like he's at least 40 in that film, or close to it. And yeah. everyone else is like, you know, in their 20s, maybe early 30s. Um, and he goes to the UCF, and, it's like, and he's all friends with these dudes, and he's like 40. It's like, dude, what is 
going on in your life, Mark? What what is happening here? Well, Cro-Magnons tend to to age very fast. <laughs> oh god! And there's something going on with his forehead. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So we're gonna move on to uh, the beach scene. Is everyone ready for that? I I don't, uh, I'm ready. <laughs> I, don't I don't think you're ever ready for this beach scene. Um. Yeah, any any thoughts on, on this at all? Uh, the guys are cruising the beach. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, they don't make buns like that down at the bakery. <laughs> Dude, Tom is a perv yeah. and a creepo. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like in real life, Angelo is that way as well. I'm pretty sure of it. Um, and the cameraman, you know, when you're doing a beach scene like this, um, this is why... You have a closed set and everything. Um, this obviously was not a closed set. They just came up and they filmed that day. Those people were real people. They didn't think they were going to be in the movie, except for, like, the girls that Tom yeah. uh, raped, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Uh, he, um, yeah, so there's a point where the camera starts to, like, zoom in on, like, a kid, a little girl, shower. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, and it's after the bun scene. Like, look at those buns, and then it's hey, like... look at all those tasty buns that they don't make at the bakery. <laughs> wow. Now look, look at these underage children. Ooh. Yeah, because like, <laughs> yeah, you got that creep thing, like, you know, because you're looking at it, and you're like, okay, you know, this is the 80s, uh, uh, some crazy bikinis, whatever, and uh, and then there's this little girl there, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> I do not want to see that! Chris Hansen, take care of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in the background. Uh, with some cookies ready to uh, talk to Tom. <laughs> Tom, have a seat. <laughs> um, what were you thinking when you propositioned an underage girl? <laughs> well, honestly, I didn't even know she was underage. Well, can we talk about your sexuality? <laughs> um, we have this uh, Yahoo message uh, that you uh, <laughs> sent. Uh, <laughs> Mullet Man 69. <laughs> oh, oh, and yeah. then we uh, get to uh, watch John and Jane make out. It was so great. Oh, God, with that barracuda mouth. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> and they're yeah. like in the water and move. Oh, my God. And, and the, you know, Tom, he uh, <laughs> wants a kiss from a lady. <laughs> Yeah. Can I have a kiss? Excuse me, can I have a kiss? Like, who does that? Like, what is, what is going on? That was painful. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, so he gets the, and, and that's why they did that scene where, like, he gets, you know, kind of tossed around by the ladies. Um, because they wanted him to, um... Ha Angelo, they wanted him to have something because, um, you know, his girlfriend is getting kissed all the time <laughs> by Barracuda Face, so they're like, well, we gotta give him something, too. So, like, you know, and then they had to put Kathy away, Jane, for a little bit, so she didn't have to see that scene with him wrestling around with the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a weird relationship they had. <laughs> yeah, it's quite awful. Um... So, anyways, um, after that amazing uh, scene, um, we see Jeff's gang, and uh, they're training at the gym. 
Any thoughts on uh, some of the people, some of the characters we see here? And... <laughs> this is a rough crew. Like, I don't think most of these people have ever been to a gym before. <laughs> ever. No. And I think that um, at least that one blonde kid that we see like a couple times with the yeah. half shirts. Yeah. <laughs> like, I swear his hair is attached to that hat. <laughs> <laughs> It might be, because, like, all these guys were uh, students of YK Kim, and YK Kim apparently had, like, 10,000 students at the time. And um, this was actually, um, like, in Jeff's gang. Supposedly, like, that kid that you're talking about, Tammy, yeah. he's supposedly, like, 16 or 17 when it was being made. And I guess he has been with YK Kim and those other guys since they were, like, five or six. <laughs> oh my god oh yeah so he definitely didn't have long hair I wouldn't think so I think that that's gotta be like a fake something you know <laughs> cause the other guy with the Pink Floyd hat he also has like long hair but he always has the hat on yeah. you know so it's like who knows what's going on I think both of those guys had their hair attached to their hats <laughs> they must have <laughs> this, uh, it's just bad yeah, All yeah. the budget went towards hair. This is where the former band decides that they're going to hire Jeff's gang yeah. <laughs> to take out the band that they're already trying to take out. Yeah, well, because they couldn't do it, so they had to get Jeff's gang, apparently. Yeah, and I guess he's just teaming up with him because he knows Jeff's after him. I don't know. And this is where he tells him he's going to give him all his money. <laughs> yeah, I don't need the money. I just need the glory and the babe. Yeah, I guess. The my com- random 30 guys from my band and, I guess, fans <laughs> couldn't take out these five homosexuals. <laughs> Maybe your 30 guys could do it. Oh, God. Your 30 redneck guys. I mean, like, they just look like rednecks. From 60 rednecks uh, <laughs> with some martial arts training versus five flaming homosexual taekwondo masters <laughs> from various countries. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it really is Captain Planet. <laughs> 100%, yeah. <laughs> so uh, now we're back at UCF, and uh, Mark does some uh, taekwondo katas or forms. Uh, then oh, Jack... right away we see his dirty feet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, so awful. Yeah, we there's there's some dirty feet going on. Shoes, shoes. Yeah, well, um, Brad, uh, you know, if you ever do come to Orlando, you know, I know you're thinking about maybe uh, the Orlando Fringe one year. <laughs> um, you are gonna have to face a couple things when you are in Orlando. Uh, number one is there are people. Not just little boys who are wearing shorts. I know that's an issue that you have. <laughs> and also, people um, may or may not have shoes on. Uh, nope. Um, <laughs> Grown men must wear pants, and all humans must wear shoes, unless they are sleeping or showering. Yeah, they may have some flippy floppies on, but, wow. you know, sometimes oh, at the grass, shoes. you just got to take it off. Ugh. It's got to walk in your bare feet in the grass. I'm Your toes. Dying. Especially dying. when it's raining. For some reason, <laughs> when it rains here... It's that, and that's the worst time to take off your shoes! Like, yeah. what are you doing? It's And these people that wear flip-flops, it starts raining, and then they just decide the flip-flops are too heavy for their feet? I don't know, but they take them off. Yeah. We understand that 
that the ground is what animals use as a toilet, right? <laughs> <laughs> and some humans, so... <laughs> And I'm sure at UCF, you know, after a crazy night at the one of the parties. I guess. <laughs> who knows? So, uh, Jack and Mark uh, spar a little bit. Uh, yeah, I guess punching in the mouth. My, maybe, kind of, sort of. Or does he catch the fist with his mouth? <laughs> yeah. I kind of wondered. <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> it's like blocking uh, a punch with your head. <laughs> I block a punch with my head. I beat yeah. you. Yeah, so, um, then, um, John comes in and, uh, attacks Mark with a knife, and, uh, he gets owned during the training session. Um, yeah, he gets a foot to his face, yeah. in his nose, and takes him down, which would take me yeah. down, too, because I think I would possibly pass out. Yeah, it would take anybody down. Uh, those dirty toes, let's be clear. Yeah, seriously, you get that filthy thing anywhere near you with the... Set yourself on fire. It's over. So apparently, this was one of YK Kim's signature move. <laughs> uh, that he would do different exhibitions around uh, town, and that is something that he would like constantly do. And when the Grab actors, people's nose yeah, with their these and like Maurice, um, guy who plays Jim, was saying that like when he did it to him. Like, the grip was so tight, like, you can tell, like, that's not the first time he's used those toes before. Like, they were, like, <laughs> that was a grip on there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so that happens. And then, so, after a good training session, you know, the boys uh, talk about Jeff's gang and uh, all kinds of and awesome his, stuff. Uh, stupid cocaine. Yeah. yeah, stupid cocaine, uh, board breaking, taekwondo, world tours. You know, the usual stuff. <laughs> Let's go on a world tour of all of our countries. <laughs> what countries? Well, uh, Korea, <laughs> yes, Israel, Israel uh, Ireland, Ireland. Yeah, Italy. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> yeah, um, listen, white guys. <laughs> When somewhere, maybe a few hundred years ago, someone in your family was from Ireland, you were not Irish. <laughs> Stop it. And that scene actually um, was inspired because, you know, the, what they're saying they're from, they're actually really from. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's very unique. We have all these different people from all these different lands. Oh, Let's have this in the movie. It's like, no, you are not from different lands. You are not from Ireland. Yeah. You ever been to Ireland? You're not going to go to Ireland. You ever been to Italy? You're not going to Italy. You're not you're Italian. I you're Irish on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> like everybody you're else. You're Italian when you try to cook. Like <laughs> if you're not. Yeah. You're not an Italian man. So uh. Which <laughs> you know that may qualify for being Italian. <laughs> so uh, anyways, uh, any uh, other thoughts on this scene? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tam is shaking her head vigorously. This is the scene with all the terrifying close-ups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we already talked about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that so, is it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, because usually it's, like, pretty far away, you know, because it's a fighting movie. And, uh, yeah, they get a little too close on some of these people. I'm going to Yeah. So, uh, at Uncle Songs, uh, there's some riffraffs uh, causing problems by not paying. Uh, I'm really not paying. They refuse to wear underwear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when we were in the theater and that guy stands up who, like, 
I don't know if those are even shorts. Like they're definitely like if they are shorts, they're definitely like boy shorts, size extra small. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> everyone just started cracking up. It was just like, oh my god, because you don't think it. You know, he's just sitting down, whatever, and he stands up, and he's like, just a lot of legs, sir. <laughs> And I don't know what the point of this scene was. I mean, I guess I shouldn't find a point to anything in this movie, but I really was like, what? Well, because Uncle Song, he is the director. He's Richard Park. Yeah. And so he fights all these bad guys and, like, kicks their ass. A big time. He's an old man. So basically, he just wanted a scene where he could show off his skills, and that's what happened. And then uh, Dragon Sound comes a little late, you know? just as an actor, though, you think if you're going to be doing a choreographed fight scene, I don't know, maybe you'd want some protection for your crotch. <laughs> None of these, all these dudes are wearing some sketchy tight clothes. And, you know, they said throughout the whole filming, no one got injured, no one, you know, everyone stayed healthy and safe, so... Uh... It's impossible. Yeah, I don't know how that I happened. mean, just the compression of the shorts. It's, they're <laughs> they're going to be injured. I think they already had damage already that they didn't even know about. So. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't. He just couldn't feel anything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dragon Sound, they come a little too late to rescue uh, Uncle Song, because uh, he beat everyone up already. Uh, <laughs> I liked, uh, <laughs> you can tell it's obviously like all of this, all the dialogue is improvised. It's all coming at once. Yeah. And one of the things Jim says is like, <laughs> after Waikiki Kim, Mark, wipes Uncle Song's nose, Jim goes, oh, he wiped him off. That was great. <laughs> what? What? Oh, God. I love Jim. Jim is the best. Like, I want to hang out with Maurice, and he I, he will be my best friend. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Uncle Song uh, drops some knowledge on Dragon Sound. And uh, it's intercut with uh, a rockin' club scene. <laughs> you know, and he's just talking about, uh, you know, that <laughs> you got, you know, that's your last resort is is fighting. You know. Yeah, and it's yeah, and there's it's kind of like a voiceover, and then all of a sudden we're in the the club, and Dragon Sound is performing, and Waikiki Kim is doing his foot move on Jim, uh, in kind uh, yeah. of a sexual way, and yeah. I. Was, I feel like this is a fetish more than a martial arts move. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> this film is registered on wikifeet.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm sure Robin's going to check all that stuff out. Definitely. <laughs> King Kim's uh, <laughs> foot situation is, what the size is and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're not going down that road. So, uh, <laughs> not going into a wikifeet hole. No way. <laughs> so you cannot come out of afterwards. So, um... And then uh, the Dragon Sound, they uh, leave the club, um, and they get a love letter on their car from Jeff. I swear it was in the shape of a flower. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what someone says. Like, I think it was Jim. He's like, was that a love letter? <laughs> uh, and yeah, Jeff is calling them out, basically. I like how Waika Kimmy looks at it for a little bit. I'm not even sure if like his character could read, because then John takes it, and it's like... I'm going to read it. And, like, starts reading it. Uh, so, uh, yeah. People people just love reading notes in this movie. Yeah. I mean, there was no texting, so you got to somehow. And if you're going to copy it out, 
you gotta leave them a little note on their car. <laughs> That's how you do it. So uh, Jane shows up to Jeff's gym, and um, <laughs> yeah, she's not happy with him. <laughs> um, and he, thought, and he, see, this is where I thought she was gonna like be like screwing them over and secretly be in with Jeff yeah. to do something. That would make sense, right? Yeah, no. No, she just wants her brother to leave him alone, and she's in love with John. Yeah. This is no reindeer game. Yeah. <laughs> you are terrible! Yeah. <laughs> yes! Yes, you are! <laughs> you are terrible. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, after that amazing scene, uh, Jeff's gang, they're uh, hanging out at the uh, train station with the old band. And uh, Dragon Sound, they go cruising for a bruising, and we get another fight scene. Any thoughts here? I just couldn't. I couldn't stop looking at that one blonde kid in his half shirt. I just was like, every time he yeah. was on screen, I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. Why yeah. is he dressed like that? Yeah, I, dude, I owned some of those. Oh and my like, god, Dan, why are we together? I can't be with And me. like the mesh ones, like oh a mesh god. half shirt. It was the 80s. Like, that's what you did. I don't know, Brad. Uh, <laughs> gonna back me up on this one, or absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, anyways, maybe you had a friend who wore a half shirt. Maybe mesh. Might have said Florida '88. Anybody? <laughs> no? Okay. So, anyways. Uh... Now, my question is: when they go to this fight, this yeah. pre-planned, um, hey, come meet us at the schoolyard fight. Yeah. Um. Again, we we got no Tom. No, we got, we got no Jim. We're like guys, you know. I know it's like a bunch of guys, but we have got stuff to do. We got showering. <laughs> um, I, I just don't know about that. Yeah, and you know, in the commentary, they never explain like why they're missing. Like you know, if they weren't uh, available that day with their busy schedules, like. But the, you know, their jobs they probably actually had to do yeah, <laughs> by like, filming this movie. Yeah, like I have no idea what happened there. <laughs> I just like the idea that they're like, they're like, you know what? I think you guys can take them. There's only like a thirty of them. It's no big deal. <laughs> we took on fifty, and there was you know five of us, so three could obviously be thirty. <laughs> it's a uh, one Dragon Sound member for every ten bad guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I like how they uh, are going to the fight and they have their fingerless gloves on, <laughs> ready to go. I like the cops at the end that talk about how they need to get the gangs out of Central Florida anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? And those were actually real cops. <laughs> they got, somehow, I don't know how, they actually got those cops to do it. And you'll notice that one cop, you know, they both have their guns drawn and the one cop actually has his gun pointed at the other cop at one point. <laughs> It's like right there. It's like, dude. They're full. It's full out plan nine. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I uh, know Half Shirt does his little dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> then we get to go to the next scene, which is like the best scene. Yeah, uh, Yoshito and his ninja bike gang are on the move, and uh, the ladies love them. I mean, yeah, so this is the scene um, where 
it's a biker gang, and oh my uh, God. Brad, as you mentioned, uh, yeah, the, believe it or not, these were not real actors. Uh, the story behind that is um, it was just act- at an actual biker club. Oh, and, yeah. You um, can tell. You can tell that there's somebody just with a camera hanging out with a bunch of bikers and, like, the three actors. Very authentic. Um, yeah. Basically, what they did was they just gave everyone free beer all day long as okay. they filmed. And I think that's why we had all the the boobies and stuff like and butts, yeah, oh, and butts, yeah. That oh was... my god! Okay, so there was the one girl that just like lifted her shirt, and obviously none of these women are wearing bras of any type, and probably have never. Yeah, worn they, obviously the, the way they're hanging, they've never had. <laughs> so... these, these are the most depressing breasts I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> But yeah, so you get the one lady that kind of like lifts up her shirt or whatever outside, but the girl at the bar inside. Oh, God. She's putting the moves on Jeff big time. Oh, my God. So she's got her shirt just lifted. She's kind of like squishing her boobs together like, hey, look at these. I swear at some point they touched the bar, which was so gross. And I was like, who would want to put their mouths on those? They've touched the bar. They touch the bar. So is that as bad as as food falling on the floor? Not to do a Ramjack episode here. <laughs> I mean, this one's such as bad. The boobs hit the table, Brad. Are, are you are you touching those nasty things or no? I, I'm not touching those ever. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. But you know, maybe some that weren't scary. Oh. Bad. This is bad. <laughs> Can we just talk, just some of the things happening in all these random shots. There's a guy that looks like just a scary hobo. Yeah, I, I, he is a scary hobo. <laughs> it's, it's not, this guy looks like oh, yes. He is a homeless man who came into the bar because he heard there was free beer that day. <laughs> Terrifying. And there's the guy trying to do the, the nail and the nose joke trick. Okay, <laughs> so that guy... <laughs> And I, because I was just looking at the different people in, uh, like, on IMDb, and uh, I was like, oh, of course, they're not going to have any of the bikers listed. They have one biker listed, and it is the nail guy, who has been in a crap load of movies, apparently. <laughs> He's like, he went to Full Sail, which, like, in Orlando is um, a school specifically for, like, television and music, editing, yeah. and, like, all this stuff, right? So he went to Full Sail, which is not a cheap school to go to. No. <laughs> and he's been in, like, Bad Boys 2, and he's been in Clarissa Explains It All on Nickelodeon, <laughs> and, like, just all this stuff. And I'm like, out of everybody in this movie, the one guy that you see for 30 seconds that's nailing something. 35 <laughs> seconds, 35 you know? Seconds. Yeah. Of course. It's like the he's one guy that's been career. in other stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, any more thoughts on this one? <laughs> Wanted to stop. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the whole thing was uh, Jeff meets him there, and he just tells Yoshito about his problems with Dragon Sound, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, let's get out of that hole there. Uh, so back at the Dragon Lair, uh, <laughs> the boys are uh, in for the night, and uh, Mark just goes and checks in on everyone. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> hey, buddy. You sleeping? What? You gonna, gonna go to bed tonight? Why are you still up? Yeah. Need somebody to tuck you in? Yeah. Don't work so hard, you know. Oh, are you writing a new song there? Uh, keyboard? You think Jim will be able to handle it? Nice. 
you little snuggle? You okay? <laughs> Maybe a little massage? Um, so yeah, now it's morning after uh, all the fun stuff that happened uh, at night, I'm sure. Uh, Jim uh, apparently gets all the mail in the house. All the mail is for Jim, basically. <laughs> all the and spam. Yeah. Then just like random conversation sort of happens. I don't know if there was anything that we're really supposed to take from it at all. Uh, Waika Kim feeds grapes to everybody. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. It's creepy as fuck. Like, you know, it's, it's all in the background. He's just doing it for fun, I think. Yeah, I mean, that, like, like, he's basically the mother hen of this whole relationship. <laughs> but it's like people are trying to talk, and he's just shoving grapes yeah. in their mouth. I thought he was going to chew it up for them first, and then <laughs> give it to them. Feed them like little baby birds that they are. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, now Dragon Sound, uh, they're at UCF. They get a quite a little reception there. People sort of know who they are. Uh, yeah, they know. Get some high fives and stuff. Um, then uh, Jeff's gang is there to follow Dragon Sound, and um, as Dragon Sound, they get to wherever they're going. Uh, Tom is taken by Jeff's gang and uh, <laughs> Mark's dumped. gonna get you. Yeah, Mark's gonna get you. Mark's gonna get you. Damn it! <laughs> I have a unicorn on my shirt. <laughs> Alright, Tom. Oh, God. Get in the trunk. <laughs> and I don't know if they, like, went to rape him or what, but when we see Tom again, he's not wearing a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what well, happened? <laughs> I think he's clinically not allowed to wear shirts. Like, he's got an issue. Like, if there's a disease where you can't wear shirts, he's got that, and so he had to take it off. He's got rage shirt fever. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, so then Jane um, goes um, to Jeff's gym place and uh, tries to find out if uh, the guys have seen Tom or Jeff and uh, she doesn't find either. She leaves. Uh, any thoughts here? <laughs> she finds some awkward improvisation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's about it. I haven't seen anybody since 1962. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you need a script. <laughs> but I guess... Yeah story was that um, since they were young people and it was like basically older people writing it, they didn't know what young people say, so they were like, just say what you would say in this situation. It's just, it's, it's terrible people trying to be funny, and it's just, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, bad news bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we'll go on to the next one. See, <laughs> that was just so awkward and weird. Uh, we see uh, Tom, he's uh, tied up by Jeff's gang and the old band at some uh, rock. It looks, it looks like he's Splinter in the Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he totally gives off a Splinter vibe, yeah. So, um, and, and this is where we start seeing some weird <laughs> weapons. Yeah. I don't know what. They're like bars with spikes on them. Yeah. yeah but it's clearly a manufactured item. It's not like they just put, like nails in a pipe or something. It's what? like a thing. I don't it's know what it... And there were, like, several different types of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is probably a Taekwondo, um... No, I don't think sorts. it was. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. No, you could not... You could not make something of that. Okay. Uh, it's some sort of construction implement. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. The bigger question, though, is why Kim comes in with a lead pipe, sensible, 
Um, Jim has got a PVC L- elbow joint. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do. I don't even know how you would use that as a weapon. I don't think it's like, gives him a pipe. Well, this isn't really a, a pipe. <laughs> it's, a, it's a joint, okay. and it's made of plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other uh, notes here at all? What, before they fight, start the fighting? Yeah, no, 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 just okay. for this whole scene. Yeah, uh, There's no way for me to, like, <laughs> make sense of it and, like, tell you, because you don't know characters' names or anything. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, just in this whole fight scene, any uh, thoughts here? I just thought it was awesome that they're taking down, like, 500 people. Yes. Like, a ridiculous amount of people. And they somehow sneak up on them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I guess at least we're supposed to believe that now we've got the combined forces of Jeff, the former band, and theoretically the bikers. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> Which really, it's just the same like 30 guys we've been dealing with. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then there was a part where um, YK Kim like hacked into the guy's neck, but it's just a little bit, but it's like spurting out yeah. so much blood. <laughs> yeah, it looked like weird. just a, you know a bit above a paper cut. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, you know, there, there's some uh, pretty important arteries there, Tammy. You know, you hit one, and it's gonna squirt out I at guess. you, buddy. <laughs> I love when Jim pops up out of the garbage can <laughs> <laughs> and hits somebody in the head. That's just beautiful. Yeah. Because the fact that he was just waiting in a garbage can for somebody to run by. I mean, eventually somebody's got to run by that garbage can, and he's going to attack that son of a bitch. Uh, God, I love Jim. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so eventually uh, Jeff uh, dies during this. I couldn't believe they killed Jeff. Like, you wow, had to, he okay. was a maniac, Tammy. You had to do something yeah. about him. I was confused. I, th- I was thinking because things happened later. I was, I thought maybe they killed the other band guy. <laughs> so confused between That's us. Two. The way Jane acts. <laughs> Jane definitely does not act like they killed her brother. Yeah. Well, I just did not care about him. So, anyways, uh, Yoshito is uh, told about Jeff's death. Your brother, Jeff. <laughs> what? <laughs> Any thoughts on this? Um, I like that they called them the Dragon Sound Gang. <laughs> There's, it, uh, they make it like it's supposed to be a big reveal that Jeff was this guy's brother, but it makes no sense. So Jane is his sister. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what it, it... Well, okay. Obviously bad writing, bad everything. I think maybe, and I'm probably stretching, but maybe they just meant like they're his brother through... Taekwondo ninja? No. This? No. Okay. No. Old brother. Okay. Because then, because they say brother like it's a big thing, and then they show me that flashback, and we see, like, the scenes of all them together and him patting him on the back. (laughs) It's clear. They mean that's supposed to be his brother. But Yoshito Brother from another mother and father? Yeah. Because he does not claim Jane at all. No. At all. (laughs) And see, and then I was thinking, okay, well, they said that the father remarried a younger woman. But there's no way that this guy is supposed to be younger than Jane. <laughs> I don't know. Jim's dad is younger than Jim's. <laughs> right? yeah, that happens too, yeah. Miami is a temporal vortex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Yoshito is obviously pissed off, and uh, he says, You cannot escape 
the Miami Ninja. <laughs> and then a ninja training sequence uh, happens. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Um, now... Um, this is also when we definitely know that the the ninjas are from Miami. <laughs> yeah, we finally it, it's cleared up. They are from Miami. They are they are in Miami at that point. We believe uh, yeah. where their dojo places. Uh, yeah. So now we get to the next scene, and it's uh, Jim goes out uh, to get the mail. <laughs> best scene in the film. Yep. <laughs> any any thoughts on this? Besides best scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, after he claims that he found his father. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Which the actor Maurice did for us live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, he, he's like, I got this letter. He opens it up and does the whole thing. It's like, oh. It was hilarious. It was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so like, they. Look, go ahead. I, when they open the letter, Mikey Kim immediately snatches the letter. <laughs> Because I'm like, hey, maybe let Jim read the letter. But no. No, he snatches it up. They lift him on their shoulders in the yard and dance around and tell him they need to take him to a suit shop. Yeah, it could have been end the movie right there. Yeah, it really could have. I love they pull all their money. Like, all right, how much money have you got? 200 You got 60 All right, we're going to spend all of our money and buy Jim a new suit. We're going to go to the best suit store in town. <gasps> And, and again, I will point out, Tom comes out wearing a towel. Yeah, well, of course. He's in the house. All he wears is a towel. I think he always is like going to take a shower, ready to take a shower, took a shower. Maybe he's grossed out by everyone's feet, and he's like, I need to take a shower enough for everybody in this house. Maybe. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, th- this is, like, worth the price of admission, this. Scene. It's just the best scene ever. Yeah. <laughs> my father! I found my father! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh god. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Jim goes to uh, get a suit <laughs> to meet his father because apparently he's flying in the next day. And um, so after they get the suit, all of Dragon Sound, uh, they meet. Uh, Jane is sad about Jeff. No, she's not. Uh, but still loves John. She's not <laughs> bad about, Yeah, she doesn't yeah. care. But that scene is great because the three dudes are standing behind Jane, all holding each other. Mm-hmm. I think Jim is standing next to John holding his arm or something. Like, everyone is touching except for yeah. Jane. Yeah. My favorite part is, like, so they come up and everyone greets Jim. They're like, oh, your suit's so nice and everything. And then, and then Jim's like, oh, here's John. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and here's John, and John's just like, uh, it had to be done, it had to be done, I'm sorry, it had to be done, it had to be done. Yeah, and she's just like, I understand, it's yeah. all over now, it's yeah. all about Jim now. And Jim yeah. is just looking on smiling, like, you guys are going to work, I'm so happy. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then uh, the fellows leave to see Jim's dad. Except they leave Tom and whatever behind. The other dude, Joe yeah, Diamond, yeah, whatever. John, yeah, or, yeah, Jack, yeah, right? yeah, Jack, yeah. Okay, so they leave Tom and Jack there, and I kind of thought maybe Jane was babysitting them. <laughs> like, maybe they couldn't take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah who knows what's I think she's going to bathe Tom, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what he was waiting for in his towel. Uh, but then uh, the Miami Ninjas, uh, they're on the prowl. And uh, they catch up with Dragon Sound, and 
They must pay for Jeff's death. Can I say the whole time I was watching this, I was like, "Oh God, please just don't don't mess up Jim's suit." <laughs> please. Yeah. Get it dirty. Yeah. Well, I like stabbed. that they sound like John sounds annoyed. He's like, "Oh, ninjas." Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought we were done with this. Yeah. <laughs> and then as they get out of the car, YK Kim leaps out and kicks someone like in the face as he's jumping out of the car. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know, Jim he gets uh stabbed, um John it's like sliced open. Yeah. Yeah, that suit is brilliant. Killed me. And you cannot return that thing. Like you, there's once you get blood on it like that, and your tie slashed in half. There's no going then, back from that. Thing. When they're fighting, and John's jacket kind of opens up, you realize he's wearing a half shirt. A yes. <laughs> I mean, is there a full shirt? That, I, I mean, how do we know that wasn't a full shirt and it just did not fit him? Like he's a tall man. Yeah, it's it's tall, gangly, awkward man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, John, he goes Taekwondo bananas on uh, some ninjas. Yeah, like really stabbing them. Yeah, he goes off. Like, him and Mark, like, after what happens to Jim, they, they go crazy. Uh, as soon as Jim got stabbed, I, because, again, Jim is the best. I was like, fuck, I'll fuck all these ninjas. I will climb up into this film and I'm going to kill a ninja. Yeah, uh, so Mark, he drags Jim uh, through the creek into safety. Uh, He's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> he was dead before. Not sanitary. <laughs> the giant gaping wound in his chest, dragging him through the muck. <laughs> Done. He's dead. dead. Uh, the ninjas, they're uh, after John. And, and I think uh, John, like, actually gets buffer as this movie, like, goes on. Like, I think he gets, like, more built. Because... <laughs> <laughs> He was very skinny and gangly at the beginning of this movie, and now with the shirt off, he just looks ripped. Like, he really worked out. He knew this scene was coming. Oh, yeah. Well, he probably did some push-ups before the scene. Yeah. Uh, so he gets a sword. He goes uh, Rambo on some ninjas. Um, and then Mark uh, leaves uh, Jim to fight against the ninjas. Uh, John goes sword crazy on a dude. Like, just, like, goes nuts, <laughs> blood coming everywhere. Uh, Mark has, like, a breakdown and just goes crazy against the yeah. ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> um, John cuts, cuts up a dude's eye. <laughs> it's brutal. It's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mark, like, almost cuts off a guy's arm. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> There is this one awesome bit where these like three ninjas jump out and YK Kim's there and but then like two of the ninjas like switch places. <laughs> like, nah, you go first. <laughs> I kinda love that. Yeah. Um then after John defeats uh some more ninjas, uh we cut to Yoshito. And uh <laughs> guy there's a guy there that says, uh, Boss! Everybody's dead! <laughs> Then naturally, uh, Yoshito then cuts off his head and laughs. Amazing. <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, at that, it's just like, oh my god! Like, it's like sensory overload. This whole whole movie, especially the scenes, it's just like, wow. Um, yeah. So Mark and Yoshito, uh, they rendezvous, uh, sword fight spectacular style. 
little mini swords. He's yeah, got little yeah. mini swords. Yeah, he's got little baby swords, you know, uh, that he probably got at the flea market or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, any uh, thoughts on this fight scene? Uh, Besides the, the fact Martin that that Yoshito. is no longer Yoshito, it's a yeah. mother dressed Yeah, that's <laughs> obviously not Yoshito. It's totally somebody else. <laughs> not an Asian man under there. Which, interestingly, I think is probably because they couldn't get him because they filmed this final fight scene later. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was filmed, like, what, like a year later or something. Yeah. They uh, kind of changed the movie around a little bit. Um, yeah. So then... Uh, Mark stabs Yoshito. And Using then you, the same uh, technique that he was practicing earlier in the film with John. Exactly. So good thing he practiced it. Yeah, that's it's full circle, Tammy. These guys are professional filmmakers. They know how to make a film. He's lucky he didn't get a fist down his throat. <laughs> yes. That could happen too, yeah. Um, so now you cut to John. He's uh, going berserk, you know, in the slow-mo thing. Mark is cray-cray. Like, I love that scene. I mean, the slow-mo. I know you mentioned it before, Brad. It's just it's amazing. And, like, the music going on. Mark says, come on! <laughs> so uh, then they rush Jim to the hospital. And, um, yeah, the, the original scene, um, the ending was that Jim, unfortunately, dies. <laughs> and... Um, I'm Did, glad that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. It, I assume you, you watched the alternate ending, Brad. Oh, yes. And it's amazing. The airplane is like touching down, and John goes, What does he say, Brad? What does he say? <laughs> okay, so, so first of all, it's a, it's a lot, the whole thing with driving to the hospital is very long. And so, my father, no, Jim, look at you in the hospital. Your father is coming. You cannot die. And it goes on forever. Like, don't die, don't die. I'm going to pull over. <laughs> like, just get him to the hospital. But then you hear a plane coming in, and they look up, and the plane is going over the car. It's actually a pretty awesome shot, I guess. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. Jim's father is on that plane. <laughs> yeah, Jim's father's on the... How do you know that, John? How do you know that? How, which then I just expected like the ninjas to like roll and shoot and blow up the plane. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, um, luckily that uh, didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, they which also that that ending also leaves like the main ninja guy alive without a final battle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, Richard Park, um, who who made the film, he um, really liked dramatic. And traumatic things. Apparently, that's like a big theme in like Korean films, and so that's why he he did that. Luckily, that scene didn't happen. Uh, they uh, rushed Jim to the hospital, and uh, this is where we see Dragon Sound and uh, Jim's dad. Yes, awaiting to hear uh, from the doctor. Uh, thoughts, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say. I know, <laughs> like. The makeup they used to make that guy look like an old man. Yeah, so they, like, they, they kind of like maybe grayed out his hair, but not really. They used like theater makeup, is what I would call it. Yeah. Like you know, because it it happens in theater sometimes, especially like in high school plays and stuff. <laughs> when these kids are supposed to play older people, and they just you know draw lines on them, and they have this like spray that you use, you know, to wipe your hair and. 
this dude, I mean, it's Jim's dad, so he's a black man, uh, black American specifically, and uh, you cannot make that hair white with some spray paint. Like, it's not going to happen. Quick side note, I, I was in, like, an awful independent film, like, back in the day, like, some friends did, that featured ninjas largely. <laughs> oh, my and God. I, I played an old man, and I had, like, a, a white beard, and basically I didn't have, I, I couldn't get the stuff to put in my hair, so I just had, like, a can of, yeah, that spray stuff. It, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Like, it looks... Awful. I mean, everything looks awful because it's like you know a movie like some you know young people did in Jackson, Tennessee with ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not even Miami Connection quality. <laughs> okay, when are we gonna get the release date on that? Can I go to eBay right now and buy that film, Tennessee Connection? Like, I want that film right now, Brad. <laughs> it is harsh. Yeah. Well, I do like though that Jim's dad's like, you're you're very blessed to uh, have friends. You know, like this and whatever. He's telling Jim, and he goes, he goes, they really care about you, and now I care too. <laughs> what? <laughs> he didn't until then. Yeah, he did not. He did also, not. I love how they talk about. Like, they keep saying stuff like, you know, we're like a family, all of us together. Yet Tom is noticeably not there. <laughs> the one guy. <laughs> yeah, because that was shot a year later. When right. they did this, you know, uh, alternate ending, you know, the, that we actually see. Um, so I guess, you know, he was probably too busy rocking somebody's face off or something. Or <laughs> showering, maybe. Uh, yes. and, and then we get to close with um, a nice saying at the end. Well, oh, okay. hold on. Sorry, sorry. So we, we see, you know, his father, Dragon Sound. Um, it's all over. They're going home. Freeze frame. Yeah. Fade to black. <laughs> and then, yeah. only through the elimination of violence can we achieve world peace. It's on the screen. It's like, what the hell? Like, you cut off dude's eyes and stuff, and it's like, this is, what? Seriously. <laughs> That's the one thing I can't really get about, like, the karate and taekwondo stuff. It's like, you know, these movies, because they obviously try to promote, like, hey, you only do this if you need to, but hey, this is a movie. Um... But, yeah, we're going to kill some dudes, and we're going to cut their arms off, gouge out their eyes, yeah. uh, do some pretty bad stuff. There, it's not like, I mean, sure, they're they're always fighting in defense, but they're killing in defense. They're not like, you know, I'm going to break your arm and leave you to be in pain. Yeah. I'm going to murder you. Yeah, like, the, Mark has some murder charges coming up in his yeah. future, you know? <laughs> There should be a lot of questions. There should be a lot of questions before they leave the hospital with Jim. Well, I I just was imagining the scene of them going to the hospital with Jim. John is bloodied and shirtless. <laughs> like, they're all gross because they've been running around in the mud. And Jim is slashed open. His tie is cut <laughs> with scissors. It does not look like a sword cut. Yeah. And it's unevenly cut too. It was like. What the hell? Oh, God. So, like, how did they explain that when they got to the hospital? Do you think they just, like, just dropped Jim off at the front? What, what, ha what, what happened to you guys? What happened? Oh, Miami Ninjas. Oh, <laughs> one of those. Oh, okay, understood. We have a gotcha. for that. We'll check that off. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, naturally, because it is Miami Ninjas, uh, police don't have to be uh, called. No, um, they're only just trying to get rid of gangs in Central Florida, yeah, not yeah. ninjas. Yeah, I'm not concerned with that. Um, yeah, so that is that's the movie, kids. <laughs> um, wow. Um, does anyone have any ratings that they would like to share? <laughs> uh, Brad, would you like to go first? Sure. Uh, you know this. It's this is the greatest. I mean, come on, this doesn't get any better. It's uh, ten out of ten. <laughs> I. Unnecessarily expensive suits. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really expensive suit, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, Tammy, do you have a uh, rating? Oh, yeah. Um, I love this movie. So, I mean, I know, like, for me, it was also because we got to go see the theater. So it was like this whole experience. And we got to meet YK Kim, Angelo, and Maurice. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and we got a picture with them, which I guess I'll post yeah, up we'll on post the Facebook up. Yeah, group. Totally. Um, so, you know, that obviously played into it. So when I was going to rewatch it today, I was like, oh, I hope it, like, holds up because that was such an experience. It totally held up. It was Definitely. so funny. <laughs> like, from, like, the first couple minutes in, it's just, like, ridiculous. And I love it. So I give it 10 out of 10 Dirty Feats of Doom. Oh, God, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I love the film as well. Obviously, how can you not? Um, everybody who's listening to this podcast, you have to to check out this movie it's on youtube uh but i do recommend that you get the blu-ray uh or the dvd it's just so many amazing things happen there's a booklet that comes with it um you learn all about yk kim um this is just an amazing thing i can't believe i didn't know about the sooner um i gave it 10 out of 10 reunited and it feels so good oh my god Uh, yeah, so that that's the podcast. Thanks to you. Uh, I don't even think we have feedback today, right, Terry? Because no, we didn't really... No. I didn't get anything. I mean, you don't even need it for this. Everyone's feedback is, this is an amazing movie, <laughs> is basically the feedback. So thank you, everyone, for that feedback. Um, Brad, uh, where can we find you on the internet? You guys can find me on the Ranjack podcast, where we have a fun time and occasionally talk about Mr. Belvedere and say by the the college years at the moment. <laughs> And also on the Intro to X podcast, which is bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. It yeah, and it, it's a great listen if anyone hasn't uh, listened to it yet. Um, Tammy, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me um, on Twitter at Tammy Yip. You can find me at Yip Podcast, the latest podcast, and on Intro to X. Awesome. And you can follow me on Twitter at Danland Zero. Uh, anyone else have any other uh, thoughts before we end this bad boy? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Brad. <laughs> and thanks everyone for listening. Uh, and thank you, Brad, for coming on the show. Thanks, uh, guys. Thanks for introducing me to this amazing film. <laughs> oh, so amazing. <laughs> <All right>. Bye! <laughs>